Welcome everyone to another episode of Friday PM. Let's talk about it. Praise the Lord. Well, we're back in our studio. Oh, the space. It's nice to sit, be comfortable back home. We've been out on the road a bit, so it's good to be back in our lovely studio and that lovely sign in the back. Um, praise the Lord. <laughs> and we're in our second year of Friday PM. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Amazing praise faithfulness the of the Lord carrying us through. Wow. And what God originally started, really. And thank you, everybody, for just being so blessed by each one of our episodes. It's not just a blessing to, I know, many people who watch, but also to us as a team, isn't it? We're yeah. We're blessed every time we have a chat about all these relevant topics. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we just trust the Lord to bless every time what we do. And we pray before, we pray after. So if God, is, God doesn't build the house, then in vain do we labor. Well, wherever you're joining us from, you're so very welcome. If this is your first time to Friday PM, welcome, welcome. It's not an accident that you're watching us. Do, do, do watch all the other episodes and stay with us on this wonderful journey of faith. And may the Lord bless you, especially today. Before we go on, please, Rachel, would you tell them about podcasts? Some people said uh, it's like they know, but some people, yeah, I think they want to be reminded about the podcast, right? Yep, they do. So just to let you know that this is also available in podcast format. Um, it's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And so you can subscribe and be updated whenever we upload a new um, podcast for you. And you can listen wherever you are. Great. Thank you, Rachel. And Christoph, you're so good with the YouTube, man. Tell them. So before we go any further, please share this video with your family and friends. And don't forget to like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you have not yet done it. And click the notification bell to get notified of our latest content. That was great, Christoph. Well, today we're talking about a very, very exciting topic. Probably one of, the, one of the most amazing subjects to talk about is heaven. And so we're really excited about this. And we pray it will be a great blessing to you. Now, before we go any further, we're going to look at a short video clip from uh, our brother in the Lord, uh, Pastor Rick Warren from Saddleback Church. Have a look at the video. Be blessed and we'll be right back. Okay, now let's just review. Remember, you're going to love God in heaven. You're going to worship in heaven. So God wants you to practice here. You're going you're gonna to love other people in heaven in fellowship with God's family. So God wants you to practice loving people in the family of God here, real people. You're going to grow in heaven. So God wants you to grow, learn to grow like Jesus here. In heaven, you're going to serve God. What's he want you to do here? Practice. So again, when you get there, you already know how to serve God. See, a lot of people have this false idea about heaven. They think that you're going to sit around and do nothing in heaven. You're just going to sit around and do nothing. Boring. No, you're going to do stuff in heaven. You're going to serve God in heaven, but you're going to love to do it. In fact, let me just say this. Everything you've learned about heaven in movies is 100% wrong. There has never been a movie ever made that got heaven right. None, zero, nada, zip. Every movie that has ever been made about heaven is wrong. Not one is right. How do I know that? Because the Bible says nobody understands how cool heaven is. The Bible says it's so cool you can't even imagine it. The Bible says it like this. Eye has not seen, 
No eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the wonderful things that God has prepared for those who love him. You can't even imagine how cool heaven's gonna be because it's like an ant trying to understand the internet. You don't have the brain capacity. Here on earth, we're limited to three dimensions. And we understand three-dimensional thinking. What if there's four dimensions, five, six, seven, eight, nine? What if there are dimensions you don't even know about because your brain isn't big enough in a human body to understand that? How do you explain that? That's why in the Bible, when they try to explain heaven, they use metaphors like streets paved with gold. They're not gonna be paved with gold. They were just thinking of the, <coughs> the biggest, most expensive way, the coolest thing they could think of. When you, go, when you see a movie about heaven, first, heaven is always white. Everything in heaven is white. Are you kidding me? The God who created rainbows, sunrises, sunsets, the colors of all the clothes we're wearing and the ability to see color, he's gonna make heaven total white? Not a chance. Not a chance. And then it's on clouds. Where did that one come from? That's not in the Bible. And, and you walk around like in fog up to your feet. So, you know what I'm talking about? So you can't even see your feet. How do you, how do you tie your shoes in heaven? You know, if, if the fog's up to your knees, that's stupid. And then, then you wear a white robe, you have white wings, and you play a harp. That would be hell. Welcome back, everyone. Hang on, are we in heaven? Where are we? What am I doing, everybody? Where are we? I'm playing a harp. <laughs> so believable. <laughs> this is what we're gonna do in heaven, just sit. Oh. <laughs> how, how would Ruben go? <laughs> Rachel, okay, well, your halo is so white. Well. <laughs> Rachel, you look so radiant. Just go ding. I'm going to polish mine. This is going to be so much more post-production. <laughs> anyway, let's snap out of it. We'll go back to reality. All right. And we're back. So I'm sure you've been really blessed with Rick. Wasn't it good just the way that he explained it? So that would be hell. Mm. Uh, it's true, isn't it? Hollywood just painted this very wrong picture for us. Mm. Um, and, you know, not, of course, none of us have been to heaven. But uh, many people have had visions from heaven. The Lord's revealed glimpses of heaven to many people. And, of course, the Word describes some of what we will experience in heaven. So um, we're going to just share basically some thoughts that we have. And uh, let's see if the Lord can help us further along just to get our mindset right. Because at the end of the day, heaven is our goal. That's where we're going. That's our headed. That's the, that's the uh, checkered flag. That's finishing the race. And when Paul said he finished his race, he finished his race, meaning he fulfilled his assignment on earth. He completed his mission and he has reached his destiny. And our ultimate destiny, of course, is being with our Father in heaven. So to start us off, uh, Christoph, will you just share from Revelation 21? Um, great verses to start us there. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, 
coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as, as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. For God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then who has sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Wow, that's beautiful. Great, Christophe, thank you. Wow, what a lovely place. No more sorrow, no more pain. Uh, it's a wonderful place to look forward to. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you experience just just the, let's say, the greatest of what this life can offer you, it's like, it's great, it's fantastic. But even this life at its greatest, sometimes you just think there must be more. Mm. And uh, it's so nice to know that there is more. Um, because the Bible says in this life you'll have sorrows so and, and troubles and trials and, and, and tribulations. Uh, but we can look forward to stay the course, to run the race, uh, to be in heaven. Mm. Rachel, you had a great scripture to share. Yeah, it was John uh, 14 from verse 2 to 4, I think, where Jesus was talking uh, to the disciples. And he said, in my father, he says, in my father's house are many man mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. And then Thomas says, you know, well, we don't know where you're going. How do we know? He said, and she said, I am the way. Mm. You know, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one goes, comes to the Father except through me. So basically, how do we go where you're going? Follow Jesus. Follow me. I'll show you the way to the Father. That's all you need to know. That's what he said. Mm. Very encouraging. He's preparing a place for us, mm. an actual place. He's saying, like, I'm preparing your rooms like you're coming to visit. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Mm. Zach, you commented on something that was great, uh, but, yeah, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Paul talking about uh, the down payment of the Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, all these things that we're talking about, this majestic and incredible place that, that heaven's going to be, um, is an inheritance. It's our inheritance. As children of God, when a, you know, when a father gives an inheritance to his child, and um, so Ephesians one eleven starts by saying, "We have also received an inheritance in Him, predestined according to the purpose of the One who works out everything in agreement with the decision of His will, so that we who had already put our hope in the Messiah might bring praise to His glory." So just be a glorious place, he said. When you heard the message of the the truth, which is the gospel of your salvation. And when you believed in him, you were also sealed 
with the promised Holy Spirit. He is the down payment of our inheritance for the redemption of the possession to the praise of his glory. And I just find that amazing, you know, it's it's like we get a taste of it here. Yeah. We just get a glimpse. Yeah. Um, when when you're in the presence of God and just that all encompassing, there's no worry, there's no um there's no sadness, there's pure joy, peace and what a wonderful experience to be in his presence. Mm. Um, but it's only a glimpse of what we'll be able to, you know, we haven't got the faculties, the capability no. to, to even process what it's going to be like. Mm. And I just find that amazing that the best thing that we can experience here pales in comparison to what yeah. we're going to yeah. see in eternity. Yeah. But you also talk about visually, isn't it, about 3D or our, our eyesight? Yeah, yeah. Because um, in, in Revelation, which I think we'll, we'll look at later, um, talks about all the layers of heaven and the foundations of the new Jerusalem mm -hmm. that comes down and um, the city will, will be made of jasper and of gold and transparent like glass and these beautiful uh, stones that will adorn the gates and the walls of the city. And it was like when God gave that vision to John and Patmos, it was like he got a glimpse of what, but his the only description he could come up to, to, mm -hmm. to provide was like, look at all these beautiful stones that, that we know of. This is what they'll be like. And in the, like uh, Rick Warren had said, you know, we just don't have the ability to, we don't have the, we're three-dimensional creatures. We don't have, we can only see in the visible light spectrum, this mm -hmm. tiny, tiny little spectrum of all the, the light waves that exist. And we only hear audible mm -hmm. sound in a tiny, tiny spectrum of all the audible waves or all, all the, the sound waves that exist. And um, it's just so, what if you could process all of it? What sure. if God gives you, that's, and that's still even that would be a glimpse of his majesty. Mm. Just an incredible thought for me. Yeah. Great, Zach. Thank you. Uh, Charlene, you, you've got some scriptures to add as well. Or... Yes, I do. I want to preface it by saying it's so wonderful when you read through the scriptures, how God always wanted to make himself known to man. From the beginning, he, he was there with Adam and Eve, and then um, helping with the ark, you know, um, with Noah, and then the um, revealing himself to Abraham, and I don't want to go through, it's going to take up so much time, but he was that uh, a pillar of cloud, he was um, the ark of the covenant, he showed him, uh, Moses asked him to show me, and he just kind of passed by him, mm. and um, and then he sent Jesus, just to go on quickly, he sent Jesus to show us who he is. And then Jesus said, but I am the way, when you were talking about that. And then we fast forward to Revelation. And Jesus appears to John and he explains to him heaven. He shows heaven to him. He wants us to know where we are going. He wants us to know and, and have an excitement in us that we're not just so, uh, just this is not it. Mm. You know, we are so generous. We are going to heaven. It's exciting. It's exciting, yeah. We have that the Holy Spirit revealed it to John. And he says that in, in Revelation 4, where we will read later. But what blessed me is all over Revelation, the angels are around the throne. And God is, and Jesus are on the throne. Uh, Jesus next to him and, and the angels and the elders all around the throne night and day they worship him night and day and I just think surely you're gonna you know get tired of night and day worshiping night and day and 
I heard once um, from a preacher and he said, you know, every single time they lifted up to look at God, there was a different facet they saw. Mm-hmm. God is so amazing, so multifaceted. And just like Rick Warren was saying, it, we're like ants trying to find out the internet. That's how crazy <laughs> heaven and God is that we're trying to just make a little bit of sense of what we are going to see. And we've had a lot of wonderful testimonies on YouTube if you want to have a look at some testimonies of people who have um, had experiences of heaven. And all of them really have the same experience when it comes to the brightness in heaven the and then the love they felt mm. and, and the incredible peace they felt. And when they talk about the love that they felt, they just start crying. Yeah, and, and fine enough, when they all talk, they all look peaceful, don't they? Yeah. They all look so peaceful when they share it. And Jesus says to them, go back and share these things with the people around you. Tell them, I'm coming soon. Many of the times yeah, yeah. Jesus says to them, come, uh, I'm coming many times, I'm coming soon. Mm. And um, sorry, you told me uh, I was going to share something and I was just prefacing it with that because when you think of the throne of God and you think when we're worshipping, I always just imagine myself with the angels when we're worshipping because ultimately it is our practice here on earth mm. is to worship, get used to worshipping him because you'll be doing it in heaven. And in Revelation 7 verse 15 to 17, it says, Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I think something that Francis Chan right. had, had said about the long cord and this is our lives, but life, but then there's this infinitely long other part and you're just doing this little bit. You need to make sure that what you're doing this little bit has an effect on the rest of your life and the right effect. Um, but I think the great thing for me about heaven is that the limitations that we experience here, the yeah. limitations of joy, the limitations of what we can um, actually express or understand um, that those limitations are gone. That joy, yeah. it's a limitless and unlimited joy and unlimited peace. No tears, no pain. Um, I mean, it says there's no night there, so I guess we don't sleep. And I think when you talked about the, you know, the different, we only see, you know, what, what we can see on the visible spectrum, there's a, a wider spectrum and just the sense that there's just more than what we can experience here, what, whatever the greatest thing is here pales in comparison to what God has prepared for each and every one of us. Amen. Yeah. Yongi Cha's friend went to heaven, he, he died and he left his body, went to heaven and Yongi Chao explains how when he came back into his body, he was uh, um, then uh, alive again after having a heart attack. Amazing story to listen to, but just so, briefly. Yeah. So like a near-death experience, Sorry, not any kind of projection. No, no, nothing funny. Sorry. Sure people know it's not, not to explain that. No, like that. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Near-death experience, yeah. But he did go to heaven and just... 
to tag on to you, Rachi, is uh, he explained how he came into heaven, met a few people, and one of the people that he met was Stephen. And he said, Stephen, oh, wow, didn't it hurt when you were stoned to death? And Stephen looked at him and he said, no. He said, the moment I looked up and I saw the face of Jesus, the love and the peace that came upon me, I didn't feel any pain, nothing. I just saw Jesus. And I think that is a good explanation of the pain he was going through on this earth, being stoned to death, the most horrible way to die. Mm. And yet looking into Jesus' eyes and being so transfixed by his beauty, I'm sorry to become that anything that was happening to him physically was no comparison to the love of Jesus and that wonderful thing that we can aspire to when we go to heaven. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Well, that's what Jesus did for us too. All that pain and suffering that he went through was nothing compared to what he knew we would receive um, for him now, and he, suffering and dying for us. He experienced the suffering and God turned his back upon Jesus at mm. that time. So he didn't even have that luxury of seeing the face of God saying, you know, I'm with you. He actually, he said, why have you forsaken me? It's very, it's, you know, when we hear testimonies of people that's that's been or had these visions, of course, you know, none of us have been. We can't bank on that and say, Chris, have you mentioned it before as well? You know, it's, 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 it's tough to know, well, is it real? Is it true? Can we bank on it? But um, one man that I heard speaking, he said, test it for yourself. If you hear someone that have had a, a heaven experience or you, if you hear their testimonies, it will agree with you. It will resonate with you. It will, it will agree with your spirit. And that's mm. how you know that that's really ministers to you. And um, one man that talked about his experience, um, he saw that there, that there were many babies that have uh, died when they were young or they were aborted. And he said, don't worry. He said, if the earth doesn't want them, he said, heaven wants all of them. And he saw all the, all the great men of faith that we, read about, that we read about in the Bible. They're doing Bible study and they're teaching them about, about the word of God. And they, it's a wonderful place. So um, that really encouraged me because I, there might be someone that have lost, uh, that have had an abortion or you've lost a child when they were young. And you think, I hope they're in heaven. Well, they're growing there. This man said, they're growing up there. They're growing up in heaven. They're learning about God. They, they're getting taught the word of God. That's incredible. It's true. And, and, uh, um, sorry, there was a lady that you can watch on YouTube as well. Her son died and had an experience in heaven, came back. Uh, you know when I say mm -hmm. come back. And he said, Mommy, I was in heaven. And she went, what? I think he was like six years old. And he said, and I saw my little brother. And she said, what, how did you know you had a little brother? He never knew he did because she lost a child, a boy, when, you know, at about four months or so. And he said, I met my little brother. He was a toddler and he was running around. And Jesus said, you know, he knew me. So it's true. Mm. And she, he did not know he had a brother. So she was shocked when he said that. Yeah. And that's when she knew he was in heaven. Yeah. Well, we've got to round up now. Our time is quickly drawn to, to an end here. Has someone got a last scripture before we close? Well, sometimes when I have those thoughts about uh, heaven and eternity, it's, it's a little bit you know, frightening and scary, to be honest, because it's uh, this concept of, of being eternal, eternally, even with God, that's, it's a good concept, but it's so incompre incomprehensible that 
you know, we limited here to the amount of years that God said that uh, a human will not live longer than 120 years after the flood. So, so now more or less we live 80 years, 100 is a long time. But still, comparing to the eternity, uh, it's just something unimaginable. And the glory, like, like you should uh, share the glory of, of heaven, when uh, John um, was with, uh, with the angel on, on the Patmos Island, the angel came to him to, to, to describe everything with heaven and, and share um, the, the revelation with him as he entered the, uh, the heavenly realms with, uh, with Jesus and with all the angels. When he saw the angel, he uh, fell down to his knees. He wanted to worship the angel, basically, because the glory resounding from the angel was so astounding. Uh, he wanted to worship him. And, and, and the angel said, do not worship me. I'm just a co-servant of yours. Get up. And so if the glory of the angel was so great and he was just a co-servant like us, mm -hmm. he basically leveled himself to us Christians. How great the glory of God is. We're going to be in our spirits in heaven. So without this flesh, without this flesh, how greater the glory is mm -hmm. if if the angel is not contaminated with 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 the earthly sins. So all this, um, it it's just astounding to mm. me, to be honest. Mm. Mm. Oh, C.S. Lewis said, uh, if we could see each other in our glorified states, we'd be tempted to worship one another. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so, so that proves the point. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to end our time together by reading from Revelation 4. And Zach's going to read it. So thank you for joining us. So we're going to read the scripture. And then we're going to leave you with a song called, I Behold Your Glory, which sings about this beautiful place called heaven. Thank you, Zach. After this I looked, and there in heaven was an open door. The first voice that I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and a throne was set there in heaven, one who was seated on the throne, and the one seated looked like jasper and carnelian stone a rainbow that looked like an emerald surrounded the throne. Around that throne were twenty-four thrones, and on the throne sat twenty-four elders, dressed in white clothes, with gold crowns on their heads. Flashes of lightning and rumblings of thunder came from the throne. Seven fiery torches were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Something like a sea of glass, similar to crystal, was also before the throne. Four living creatures covered with eyes in front and in back were in the middle and around the throne. And the first living creature was like a lion, and the second living creature was like a calf. The third living creature had a face like a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings. They were covered with eyes around and inside. Day and night they never stopped, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of the Almighty, who was, who is, and who is coming. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to the one seated on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down before the one seated on the throne, worship the one who lives forever and ever. 
cast their crowns before the throne and say, Our Lord and God, you are worthy to receive glory and honor and power because you have created all things and because of your will they exist and were created. Your presence, Lord, is awesome. I found that I could hardly breathe. I. Gl- 